Hello, and welcome to Here For You, a daily podcast to help you get through the global pandemic without going completely bananas. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir, and today is Wednesday, April 8th. So as you know, we are here for you to offer comfort and support during this scary and uncertain time. And we also want to hear from you. You can email us at kateanddory at gmail.com, or you can call us at 781-591-0390. And may I just make a request, if you do leave us a voicemail, will you let us know that it's for here for you? because it's the same voicemail number as Forever 35. And sometimes I don't know which podcast people are intending the voicemail for. Mm, Great point, Kate. So thank you for that. Uh, Mm -hmm. And please do let us know how you're feeling, what you're up to, if you have questions for us, stuff you want us to cover, ideas for distractions. We really want to hear all of it. And I just want to mention that on our Instagram right now, we are doing a giveaway with Libro.fm, which is a very cool company that allows you to buy audiobooks from independent booksellers. And we're giving away three three-month subscriptions to the site. We also have a deal with them where you can get three audiobooks for the price of one if you use the code Forever35. Or you go to Libro.fm slash redeem slash forever35. And that giveaway closes at 7 p.m. Pacific tonight, Wednesday. So get over there. Get in there. Uh, And we're also going to be doing a special episode on pregnancy and COVID-19. So if you're pregnant or a healthcare provider for pregnant people or a partner to a pregnant person, or, you know, if you have any way have a connection to pregnancy right now, we want to hear from you. We do. So... Kate, yesterday you were pretty bummed. I was hashtag in my feels yesterday, Dory. Mm. Um, Are you a little more out of your feels today? I'm, yeah, I'm kind of more like at peace with my feels. My feels and I are, are like kind of more hand in hand as opposed mm-hmm, to them mm-hmm. like dragging me around today. Um, yes. And we're going to read a, a message from a listener um, that we got kind of about this. But I, I just want to say I appreciate that someone wrote us to say like, you don't always have to be happy and cheery all the time. And mm-hmm. they were directing that as like us, the hosts of this podcast. But also, I just thought that was a really nice reminder for all of us. Like, w- even if like, even if you're vibe is to be optimistic and like looking on the bright side especially during this time we're in like you don't always have to do it it's okay not to constantly be existing in that space and so that was a nice reminder so thank you yeah you don't always have to look on the bright side you don't have to stay positive (laughs) like it's okay yeah and you know last night um a friend of mine did something that kind of really I I think helped me transition my feelings a little bit and also just feel my feelings a a little bit deeper. And that was that my friend Christy, who is a singer songwriter with a a beautiful voice, hosted a sing along over zoom. And this is something she's done in real life, like at her house. Uh, But because obviously we cannot get together, she came up with the idea to do it on zoom And she sang, and then all of us who were participating were muted, but we were singing along at home. And it was specifically an Indigo Indigo Girls and Ani DeFranco sing-along, which, like, this was exactly what I needed. Like, exactly. Like, yes, I needed to sing Least Complicated in a Zoom chat alone in my bedroom at 8 o'clock at night. You so did. It was really, it was really fun. And there was a moment where I was like, I'm not going to do this. Like, I just want to like hide 
under the covers. I don't want to like awkwardly sing Indigo Girls. But then the second I got into the Zoom, it was like, oh, everyone's no one's worried about looking dorky. Like we're all just going to commit to this and do it. And it was it was truly it was like one of the most kind of magical experiences I've had in this whole like world on Zoom. So it was really soul soothing and emotional and I got a little choked up a couple times and it was just really great. So thank you to Aww. my friend Christy for doing that. And I, I highly recommend singing with friends on Zoom. I didn't think it was something I would like, but I loved it. That's amazing. Yeah. And then, you know, the other thing that kind of happened is that I ordered some sweatsuits. So I'll get back where to did you. That. Yeah. Where did you order them from? Out okay. of curiosity. Um, uh, one company called Richer Poorer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then Lou and Gray. Okay. And they both had like discount codes pop up on their website. So I took full advantage of yield discount codes mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to try them on. I made sure they had, they were able to do returns right now, even though I'm not sure how this is going to work. And, uh, and yeah, I just was like, I need a full, I need a sweatsuit. I'm kind of feeling that too. I I was like poking around the other day for sweatsuits and then got overwhelmed. And I don't, I might've ordered a pair of, of like fleecy pants from Target, but I honestly don't remember. So if they arrive, then you'll know that you did. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, part of this is that I'm influenced by seeing like the youngs of Generation Z looking cool in matching sweatsuits. So I was like, oh, this is the this is a style that's back. I mean, look, our generation, we we were the we were the queens of the juicy sweatsuit in the early 2000s. Well, even even before that, in the in the 80s, we were in, you know, Track suits, track suits, sweat suits. We really have owned totally. this trend for generations. Champion, yeah, champion. I had a, I had several champion full sweatsuits, the sweatpants, the sweatshirt. And I mean, you, I look good. And do you remember like running, like that shimmery kind of like jogging suit material? Yes, I do. Like a kind I didn't of golden have any, girls look? Yeah, I didn't have any of those, but I did have champion sweatsuits that I was very proud of. Yeah, so... I'm I'm heading back there. I'm into it. I might join you. Anyway, tell me what you've been up to because you had quite an eventful past 12 to 24 hours. Oh, I sure did, Kate. So let me set the scene for you. My husband woke up yesterday morning and he was like, I slept terribly. I had a really bad gas. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And then like a couple hours go by and he had very severe, shall we say, gastrointestinal distress. I'll leave it to your imagination. Classy way of putting it. (laughs) Thank you. He was spending a lot of time in the bathroom. So I, of course, was like, oh no. Like I've heard that diarrhea is like some people, that's a a sign of, it's like an early sign of COVID-19. So I'm like trying not to panic and also trying not to freak him out, but also like covertly Googling diarrhea and (laughs) COVID-19 and like filling out the LA County, like, can I get tested for COVID-19 survey like for him? And it was like, no, you cannot. (laughs) Um, So I'm like quietly panicking, even though I will say he had no other symptoms. He had no fever. He had no shortness of breath. 
he was tired, but only because he hadn't slept. And from what I've read, the fatigue that sets in with COVID-19 is like fatigue like you've never experienced before. Like you can't walk across the room, not just like oh, I need God. a nap. Yeah. Um. So I was like, okay. But then of course, you know, you can Google and find anything and not to freak. I'm trying not to freak people out, but I was sort of like, oh God. Um even though a lot of these symptoms are rare or only present themselves like in conjunction with other symptoms. So I'm like sitting here trying not to panic. And then he's like, well, I, I think I'm sick because I, I had those takeout meatballs. And I was like, oh, do you think they like went bad? Like, or do you think the meat was bad? He was like, well, um, I left them sitting on the counter for 12 hours and then I ate them. And I was like, <laughs> you know, this would have been helpful information to know before I went down a completely panicked Google rabbit hole, convinced that you had coronavirus and like spiraling out and thinking like, what are we going to do? What if, if I have to take care of Matt and Henry? Like, what's going to happen? What if I get sick? Who's going to take care of Henry? Like, it just went on and on. And meanwhile, he's sitting here with the knowledge that he had eaten <laughs> bad meatballs. And I was like, oh, you goodness. are, I was like, you are not allowed to eat takeout anymore. <laughs> or at least refrigerate the takeout. Or refrigerate. I mean, it had been refrigerated. I guess what I, what I suspect happened, and this happens with my husband a lot because he has ADHD, I think he probably took the meatballs out to eat them, got distracted, forgot that he had taken the meatballs out, and then like hours later was like, oh, yeah, these meatballs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness, story. <sighs> it was a journey. I will say it is really hard to not, you know, I, I have allergies. And so I've had this kind of like dry cough. And the, the first day it started, my husband was like, what's that? What, what is that? It's like, yeah, yeah I think I, this is normally when I have allergies every year, I get really, really bad seasonal allergies. So it's, it's very hard, like, to walk the line of staying kind of, um, I don't know, not spiraling anytime there is like someone starts sniffling or like, you know, like, or we forget, totally. like we can still get other ailments during this yes. time. But you which, know, as I, as I pointed out to Matt, like we have to be extra careful now because it's not a great time to go to like an urgent care or a no, hospital. No, we shouldn't so, even do it. Please don't eat those bad meatballs. <laughs> Let this just be a blanket statement for everyone. Don't eat bad. <laughs> don't eat old meatballs. Don't eat old um so I oh I want to mention one other thing um I there is a <laughs> Kate perhaps you have experienced this as well there's a quarantine chain letter going around oh there are like 50 a, of them yes a recipe chain letter oh I've gotten recipe I've gotten a poem and I've gotten powerful quotes from women oh my god I've ignored them all Okay, I've gotten the recipe from three different people. Yeah, I've gotten that one from two. Yeah. <laughs> and and each one asks you to send it to 20 people. <laughs> I just And I was like, um I just I I just I don't think I think I'm going to have to quietly bow out. Yeah, I and just in the letter it's like, "Please let me know if you can't participate." And I was like, "I'm not going to let you know that I can't participate." 
participate because like what's the excuse that you can't participate in this time you know I I think this is like the perfect I have so many other things to be thinking about and doing than chain letters right now like I know I know and I was like wow how interesting that like it took a pandemic for the for the resurgence of the chain letter yeah I know which I I thought had died (laughs) well you still I still get them like once a year someone will do like the recipe exchange or like a positive quotation I feel like there was also for a long time there was a book exchange one oh god going around um but yeah, I feel like they sort of died out for a while because they got super scammy and they became the thing that like your like parents would post on Facebook. You know what I mean? They're back. They are back. <laughs> and now they're back like with a vengeance. Yeah. And I, I just want to say like I am opting out and I am not even going to let the person know it just is no me neither something I am so behind on work emails and personal emails alone like so behind on work like I cannot even respond to a chain yeah I apologize to anyone who might have sent them to me I love the intention behind it but I can't do it same I'm glad you noticed that too and I'm also glad (laughs) well it it was just it was just funny because I got three in the span of like 10 hours oh my goodness all the recipe one Yes, all the and the, and it was obviously the same chain letter just each one was slightly modified. <laughs> but it had the, each of them had the same like telltale phrases. <laughs> like don't use like ask not to use rare ingredients and stuff. Anyway, oh I was like this is sweeping the nation. <laughs> also like my what we're eating right now is like frozen meatballs. Like totally. Not, what recipe am I making right now? It's I know, chicken nuggets. I know. Um, there was a great meme tweet meme going around that was like all these like famous, you know, cooks are like how to cook with pantry staples. And it's like, you just need like the feather of a dodo, <laughs> like, like, all these, like, because it is, it's like, it starts with like basic things. And then it's like some rare like spice or herb or something that they're like, you don't really need it, but it's great if you have it. And you're like, who has this? Nope. Yep. Nope. Anyway. Especially right let now. Me, especially right now. Let me get off my soapbox. Get so off. Hear climb from down. Listeners. Climb down. All let right. Let's climb on down. Some emails. Um, do you want to read this first one from Layla? Yes, because this is the one that really I read this morning and really yeah. and made me feel better. Um, Dear Kate and Dory, I've been listening to your Here For You podcast while at my makeshift desk in my bedroom. That's what I'm doing while I work from home. And I want to respond to hearing Kate speak about how she's in a tough spot. For me, it is comforting and soothing to hear about how you are struggling as well. So do not worry about holding it together for us. I have been really struggling. My partner and I both work 40 plus hours a week now from home with jobs that are demanding and with an added stress of needing to, quote, perform in case we find ourselves on the chopping block in these uncertain times. We also have two kids, five and nine, who are with us 50% of the time and 50% of the time with their mother. It is almost night and day how much harder it is when they are here. We love them so much and obviously like having them having time with them, but there's no question that full-time childcare while full-time working is almost impossible, especially with the added responsibility of homeschooling. Not to mention kids are struggling too and are having a harder time keeping it together. 
I keep reminding myself that I am lucky because I also get days off when they are with their mom. And my insightful friend keeps reminding me that suffering is suffering and that I don't need to downplay my struggles through comparative suffering. And Kate, I want to say the same for you. This is really hard and it is okay that it is really hard for you, even when you and your partner both have jobs and your family is healthy and you're able to stay home. It is hard. I also want to put in one last complaint. I am feeling resentful towards childless couples who are posting about baking, puzzling, Zoom happy hours, and game nights, and the opportunity we should all take to, quote, slow down and, quote, enjoy nature and reconnect with loved ones. My therapist, who I am beyond thankful for that I can stay connected with through virtual sessions, has told me there is a stark difference between her clients with kids and her clients without kids, and that it is okay that I am feeling resentful right now. All of this is to say that it is okay to not be okay. This is really, really hard. And I appreciate from other people about how hearing from other people about how, how hard it is for them too. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. hard. It's hard. Period. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. And we can we can admit that and, and sit with it. Yeah. And I appreciate the comment about comparative suffering it's uh you're right so thank you listener please know i thank read you. this upon rising this morning and it made me feel feel good so we oh, really good so nice uh, we appreciate so much hearing from y'all yeah we really do all right um this next email is from meredith um i want your advice I'm a parent of a baby and my partner I my partner and I are both lucky enough to work from home now full time. Of course, doing that while splitting childcare duties is physically impossible, but I just feel like I'm having a harder time with it than everyone else. The pandemic is certainly affecting me deeply, but I spend a lot of time crying slash anxiety spiraling. I like my job a lot, but I can't concentrate at all, and especially not when my baby is crying, even when she's on my husband's watch. I feel like this is impossible for me to manage. And then I feel like a failure for being the only person who isn't able to do it. I'm thinking of reaching out to HR to see if I could take any kind of leave, maybe use up all my vacation and sick days because I feel as though I'm falling apart. But I know my direct managers would be upset if I were to do that. I don't know what the right move is. Continuing crying between every conference call, still not performing at the level they expect, but just doing the best I can or prioritizing my mental health and possibly losing my job over it. Yeesh. Mm. Okay. I think let's prioritize your mental health. Yep. Um, I don't know your financial situation. And so I don't know if you were not to have your job, that that would be a, I mean, obviously it's a burden on any family to lose work, but I don't know if you're, you can sustain on a one income household for a moment, if for some reason your direct managers were upset and let you go. But I do think caring for your mental health is the most important thing. Cause until you are, you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of anyone else and anything else. Yep. Um, so I think your idea of talking to HR is a good one. I also don't know if you have a mental health professional that you can con communicate with over um, like, you know, telehealth. But I think that would be so important. Yeah, I agree. I think that th that that's really wise. And I think that you, you should be prioritizing your mental health. And I also just want to um, 
like highlight one thing you said, which is that you're hard at having a harder time with it than everyone else. And that you spend a lot of time crying and anxiety spiraling. I think a lot of people are, you're not alone. Totally. Don't feel guilty or beat yourself up over feeling that you're like taking this quote unquote too hard. You're not, you're taking it like a human being in a global pandemic is taking it. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree, Dory. So, Mm. Well, I hope you're able to figure this out. And I, I I agree with Kate that I do think you should you should speak to HR. It sounds like your situation is really not tenable right yeah, now. Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> All right. Well, on a on a different note, let's hear a voicemail. Hello, Kat and Dor. Um so I'm listening to episode eleven of here for you, which has been a really nice way to start my day and like, you know, when you're in bed, what's the point of getting out of bed? Uh, it's like, it's nice to have a nice thing uh, to listen to as you start your day. Um, so I am out of bed. I'm actually in the bath right now because I figured why just take a shower, what am I rushing to get to? I am going to take a Nice hot bath with Epsom salts. And so I'm smoking in the bath as I listen to Here For You, which seems like a very on brand Kate and Dory behavior. Um, and I had to close the pod because Dory <laughs> uh, was talking about how the bath goes. And um, just the first thing that came to my head, uh, I've never read it. Don't know that I ever will. But I have seen the episode of Wishbone about it a bunch of times. Like, I just had this immediate flashback to, like, in 1997, watching PBS Kids after school and uh, the Wishbone episode of Hound of the Baskerville. So um, just wanted to say thank you for delighting me both with the pod and uh, with this lovely little flashback to my after-school TV viewing habits circa 97, 98. Uh, stay safe. Thank you for what you're doing and have a great day. Thank you, listener. From the bath, too. I love that. From the bath. Hound of the bath, Kervilles. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, that made my day. I love that. <laughs> it was so good. It was so lovely. And I, I have started listening to Phoebe Reads a Mystery now that she's reading Hound of the Bath, Kervilles. Of course yes. you have. <sighs> I would be shocked to, if you didn't. It would be terrifying. Well, I didn't start on Sunday because chapter one was very short. It was only 14 minutes. And I thought, you know, I'm going to be annoyed if I listen to this and it's only 14 minutes long. So I waited till yesterday so I could have two chapters to listen to. Even better. <laughs> all right. You all have gotten a little glimpse into my brain. So... <laughs> Let's move on to the word of the day. Kate, do you want to talk about this? Yeah, I do. Here's our word of the day. It is enough, period. You're doing enough. You are enough. That's it. I love this. You got that, everybody? Yes. You are enough right where you are. It's enough. It's enough. It's enough. Yeah. (sighs) I love that. I love that word. Thank you. All right. No, you're so welcome. So our activity of the day actually comes from a listener who left us a lovely voicemail about it. So I'm going to play her voicemail. Here we go. 
Hi, Kate and Dory. Um, this is Mary Kate from Illinois. I'm just calling with an activity idea that um, might be fun to do whether you have kids or you don't have kids. Um, I made some signs to hang up in my window, and I'm sure all of us have seen all examples of this online of people putting teddy bears in their windows and signs in their windows, and I have to say that taking 30 minutes sitting down with some paper and a bunch of magic markers um, was a really nice um, kind of heartwarming thing to do, and it felt good to hang them up in my window. Um, and it makes me happy when I see them and reminds me that I'm part of a whole community of people going through um, this social isolation together. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out as an idea um, that other listeners might also enjoy. Bye. I love this. Yes. And, I ha- and we, you had mentioned this yesterday. Yeah, I, we have, uh, we've been participating in like, you know, your, the kind of scavenger hunts everyone's doing and we have rainbow drawings up in our windows, but I actually have an idea that I'm working on that I, it might be not be signs in my windows because my windows can be kind of hard to see from the street, but I had a mm. kind of a, uh, a creative idea I might try to pull off. Oh yeah. Which involves rainbows hearts my laminating machine which is somewhere in a closet somewhere and then maybe hanging them from a tree wow kate you have really taken this (laughs) to another level (laughs) i know i know i I don't know how i'm gonna pull this off um and if my kids will get on board but i don't know dory am i gonna make a rainbow tree i might i'm really i'm just getting into it here so i would really be into it i mean we could also just start with a window sign so let's just you know start there Okay. All right. But, but you know, love this. I love this idea. I love this for you. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you tomorrow. And in the meantime, please remember we are here for you. Take Bye. Care.